Welcome to the Champagne Way, a podcast devoted to living every day like a celebration. Welcome to the Champagne Way. This is our Halloween episode number 48. Welcome to all things scary and beautiful. We have a lot in store for you today. We have some true ghost stories. We have some folklore and we have true crime. Um, Something for everyone. So stay tuned and get ready to have your penny scared off. All right, Jess, what is in our cups and on our plates this week? All right. In our cups, we are drinking the vampire's kiss. Mm. Uh huh. What is in the vampire's kiss? That sounds naughty and also scary. Sugar. (laughs) (laughs) Sugar. (laughs) Well, uh, Lindsay has part of the vampire's kiss in her mouth. She has some fangs. Oh. Um, oh well then well, right. <laughs> they're bright pink fangs right now <laughs> they are bright pink fangs uh, so in the vampire's kiss there is one and a half ounces of vodka there is a half an ounce of Chambord that delicious raspberry liqueur and there is an ounce of pomegranate cherry juice or you can use cranberry juice if that's what you have and then you shake 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 and you strain it into a martini glass and you can uh, put some little vampire fangs on the side um and then if you want you can put some like pretty pearl um edible iridescent uh glitter stuff in there the drinks did look really really pretty i love the special touch of the the pearl glitter that you put in there and then also the the vampire teeth although i have to say not to draw attention away from the drink because it's awesome it was delicious and it looked great but when you had those teeth in your mouth i feel like that's what a vampire would look like at a rave oh okay <laughs> like they oh, glow in the dark wow. or if you had like lipstick all over your teeth you know I know. I was like, oh, did my lipstick stain? But no, it was the pink tea. <laughs> no, it was the pink tea. So this uh, cocktail is great if you like your drink sweet as shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is a little sweet. I agree. It can probably But a lot of people like of some, some sweet drinks. Not me. I just poured, uh, I gave mine to Marshall and I poured myself some champagne and put a cinnamon twirl stick in there. I have my, my drink with a little bit of a... A little bit of champagne and then what was that that you had the apple cider mm-hmm. put a little apple cider in it and then a cinnamon stick and it is really really delicious what did you call this it's a not your granny's mimosa not your granny's mimosa it's highly highly recommended even if you're not you don't like too much sweet stuff but you really love all things fall and spice yeah this would be perfect for like around Thanksgiving or anytime in October. It's it's delicious. Yeah, I have that up next drink when I finish my vampire's yep, kiss. Yep. All right, what's on our plate? Because I feel like it's dead. It is. It looks dead. I mean, it's pretty dead. It's pretty dead. Uh, it's pretty dead. Oh. Because yeah. <laughs> it's pretty oh. and dead. <laughs> Look at you. You're so punny. I know. <laughs> um, well, tell us what it is. Okay, well, it is actually because it's ghoulish, ghastly, death by chocolate cookies. No, it's staring at me. Oh, yeah, because there's some eyeball sprinkles up in there. There are some eyeball <laughs> sprinkles up in there. Are these just different colored like Halloween M&Ms in it, too? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to eat one of the eyeballs in the cookie. Yeah. Do it. It's all that shit up in there. It will be able to see your baby. I'm going to pass it around <laughs> in case y'all want to try. A little. I'll try it after. Okay. Mm. Um, and then really good. And then I use my Nordic Wear baking pan, my skull Nordic Wear baking pan that I'm so excited that I got and finally got to use. And I made bloody skull cakes. Uh, they're creepy as... Uh, 
They're the creepiest looking, but also most like delicious looking things I've seen ever. I didn't try any, but I will lick it. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering why you took that plate away from me. Because she's gonna, <laughs> she's gonna lick. You took the plate away from the pregnant lady. Don't, don't do that. I want to make eat. out with the skull. <laughs> I want to eat part of this. This skull Marshall's about thing. to get jealous. Joe, um, no spoons, no forks. <laughs> just, just your mouth. Just stick no, it. No, no. Just stick it in there. All right. So what? What's in this skull glazed death blood? Thing? Lots um, of blood. Uh, that would be red velvet cake box mix and a really easy cream cheese glaze and blood. That is really good. And blood. Like uh, it tastes delicious. It looks creepy as hell, but it tastes delicious. Good. So we are going to post all the recipes on Friday in the Champagners group. So you too can make uh, death by chocolate cookies and bloody skulls. Yeah. The skulls, it, obviously, it's not complete without the skull pan. Where'd you find that at? Uh, Amazon. Yeah. I mean, you can also go to like Cerilla Table or your fancy kitchenware store. Uh, but Amazon.com is where it's at. Amazon.com is where everything is at. Mm-hmm. That's true. They get so much of my paycheck. They deliver my diapers every like week and a half. Not my diapers. Your, your, your diapers? <laughs> your diapers. Yeah, have, we, have we looked into, can they do champagne delivery? Because that would change. That'd be a game changer. Not yet. <laughs> I'd enjoy them a lot more then. Yeah. I I'd say, I think out of the two, though, my favorite might be the cookie, but that's mm. because I'm really craving a lot of chocolate right now. And that I just love the color that pops up in it and the little eyes. It looks like it'd be like a melted ghost of some sort. I it's like adorable. It. It's it like adorable. Melted ghost poop. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Melted ghost poop. And it's awesome. Perfect. All righty. So, so what is our drinking game this time, Lindsay? All right. Our drinking game for this episode is every time you hear us say ghost, you have to drink. You can have your uh, champagne drink, your cocktail drink, or if you're driving to work, because this will be released Friday morning, your coffee or your milk or your water, or your protein shake. Please drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive and just have fun with us. So that's right. Every time you hear the word ghost, and in this episode, it's going to happen at least a handful of times. Uh-oh. So be prepared. Ghost. <laughs> oh, man. So. Trina, 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 do we have any champagne shout outs? I'm glad you let me pause to drink some of this. <laughs> you're welcome. I don't know if you're drinking or eating. Drinking. <laughs> but good guess. Either way. Um, yes, we have some great champagne shout outs to our lovely guests here in the studio with Woo! us today. We have two guests, Ashley and Kate. They actually uh, won their way in here through a silent auction where we had submitted a Champagne Way experience basket. And I I don't know if they really, really like champagne or if they just got drunk enough to be like, yes, I want to do that. (laughs) Could be be both of those things. I mean, they might have also seen the bottle of champagne in there and was like, I want that one. And then then they read the fine print that was like, you also get to sit in on a podcast taping with us lovely ladies. Yep. (laughs) That's exactly it. And we're okay with that. But uh, thank you for donating to that awesome cause. I couldn't remember if it was the VLPA or the Arts and Business Council. So, I mean, thanks for donating to them and for, yeah, you know, taking us up on our strange champagne basket and treat. And (laughs) we're so glad to have you here for this special Halloween episode. Yes, definitely. So it's a fun one. And they get to drink along with us. Yes. And have all of the snackies that Jess made. Mm -hmm. That is right. So... Let's get right to this. Story number one from Lindsay, our spooky guide host tonight. All right, guys. This story is called Dolly Dearest. All right. How old were y'all in 1991? I was eight. Um, Jess, were you born? Yes, I was born. (laughs) 
I'm too old right now to count back that far. What? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I was four. I was four or five. Okay. Oh, you youngin. No, I mean, so what? What year did you say? Ninety one. Yeah. I mean, I know that I was at least in like second or third grade, or I think I was in second grade. Were you born in ninety three? Yeah. You were also eight. Okay. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to blame that on pregnancy brain. Cause I'm yeah. like, yeah, clearly I'd be your same age. <laughs> uh, yes. We're the same age. Trina. Um, anyway, so I came, I've, I've talked about this a lot, but my whole family, okay. My grandmother loved scary stuff and scaring us. Right. So I was allowed to watch any kind of scary movie growing up. So this movie came out in 1991 called Dolly Dearest. Okay, think Chucky, but it's a female. Okay. It's kind of like an off-brand of that. So... Does that instantly make anyone else feel like it's a little bit creepier? Sorry. Just to interrupt. <laughs> like, as soon as you throw in, like, it's like Chucky, but female, I feel like that just makes it a smarter, yeah. creepier Chucky. Mm. Yeah, but okay, so... <laughs> So this doll in the movie was white and she had dark brown hair and a red dress on. Okay. Okay. So the name of the doll, it's very original. Her name was Dolly. Okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And the plot, which I got uh, online uh, because I didn't remember any of this. Um, In Mexico, an archaeologist releases the evil spirit of a devil child from a tomb of an ancient tribe called Sanzia that worships Satan on Earth and dies in an accident. Immediately after, an American family with two children arrives to live and reactivate the factory of dolls in a site nearby the archaeological field. Elliot Reed invested the savings of his family in this business to manufacture dolls. He finds many dolls left by the previous owners of the factory and gives one of them, which is possessed, duh, um, <laughs> to his daughter, Jessica. Uh-oh, that's a very popular name back then. It is. The girl changes her behavior, speaks an ancient language, and the maid tells the mother, Marilyn... Meanwhile, the archaeologist Carl Resnick arrives to investigate the findings. However, the demon has been released, threatening the locals in the Reed family. Okay, this is already creepy. So, this is this this movie, right? So mm-hmm. It's kind of hokey. It's it, it, Anyway, to an eight-year-old, it's a big deal. Yeah. So, I had um, a summer party with a lot of friends over. And in our old house, which is in Waynesboro, and... It had like a living room that was built on after the fact. So it had like an outdoor door and a window. And so my grandmother, Patsy, she decides to get my brunette kid sister and put a red dress on her (laughs) and stick her in the window and bang on the window. Y'all. Granny Pat did this? Yes. (laughs) This is fantastic. It was terrifying. I have so much respect for your grandma right now. Oh my gosh. She did things like this all the time, but we freaked out out so it looked just like her right so anyway that's my story of dolly dearest now there is some trivia because i know probably not a lot of people have seen this uh 1991 movie but one of the production used dolls was actually auctioned off on ebay and uh this movie is considered a clone of child's play which was made in 1988 and it's being part of the killer doll genre and ed gell who played chucky also did dolly dearest and then a famous quote from the movie famous is in quotations because I don't know how famous this movie is was from <laughs> Marilyn the mom who said I am not losing my daughter to a goddamn 900 year old go ahead <laughs> without seeing it like honestly I'm like that's the weirdest famous quote I've ever heard yeah I picked <laughs> not that to one a out. goat head <laughs> I picked that one out you're welcome oh 
my god yeah. well <laughs> now i just kind of feel like we need to like this i feel like this is one of those movies you're going to go back and watch now and laugh throughout the entire thing because yeah. it's so ridiculous that you're like it, it might have terrorized you for all these years then all of a sudden you watch it and you're like why was i ever afraid of that yeah i mean like reading the plot i didn't remember any of that yeah. i just remember the red dress and she had a knife at one point see i mean and again it's like you probably watch those movies and probably be like i'm not afraid of that at all but at the same time if you walked into a room that had nothing but creepy dolls around it you'd instantly be like cool i'm not staying here these are gonna murder me <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is gonna happen <laughs> yeah no dolls i don't want to stay in a doll room well trina that gets us into our top scariest tv shows Alrighty, so I've done some research, guys. Okay. And I was looking up the best recommended TV shows, uh, scary and suspenseful TV shows. And I started with a top three and it ended up being top four because I felt like we had to throw in like something that was just like a psychological thriller. Mm. Okay. Well, I so, feel like you start, <clears throat> should start with number four. Start with number four? Yeah. Okay. Well, then that is the psychological thriller kind of one. It's Mind Hunters. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. So good. It's on Netflix if you haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. So Marshall recently got me into this one, and it I've got a weird tie into this somehow. Not like that I personally know any serial killers, but I know someone who knows a serial killer. You are the serial killer. And it's someone that was featured in this show. So it's not giving away too much because realistically, you figure it out pretty quickly that uh, they talk about BTK in it. And when I was at, well, I don't know, two jobs ago, I, <laughs> I worked with someone who actually, that was like her random fact one day was just like, oh yeah, I've met a serial killer. And we were like, how do you know a serial killer? And... I think I've, t I've talked about this once before on here, but she was told us I've actually met BTK. He was in our, my house once. Like her mom was friends with his wife's sister and helped like throw their their wedding shower. You've never told us this. Marshall her house. told me this on the way here. You have withheld this information <laughs> and you were dead to me. Yeah, I don't think I know this story. Yeah. So I know someone who knows a serial killer and of course at the time but back when she knew him she did not know he was a serial killer so when it came out because he was like he's notorious for being one of the ones that like yeah he was a completely normal guy i have so many questions will she be on this podcast i would like to interview her <laughs> we might have to reach out to her about that uh, i'd say so but anyways so this show mind hunters that's on netflix um they it's actually a show about fbi agents as they attempt to understand and catch serial killers by studying their damaged psyches and the creepy meter definitely turns up to 11 if you're a true crime fan this is a show for you to watch yeah and it's it's pretty much based on true mm. stories now they're mm -hmm. you know of course they probably take a little bit of some creative liberties but i mean this is kind of how the fbi formed that psychological profiling unit mm -hmm. and it's based off their book too yeah mm -hmm. and they're actually like in the show they they coined the term serial killer yeah it's it's fascinating but anyways I, we've recently started watching that and it's it sucks you in and you can't help but like want to keep watching it so it's i would definitely so recommend that if you're into like true crime you're into that kind of stuff you're gonna love this show to our listeners y'all listen to uh or do y'all watch uh mindhunter started it oh, okay it's really good mm -hmm. we're only in season two now so i haven't given away anything like too crazy but it's yeah it's pretty amazing next up let's see for you ghost story lovers out there drink anyone no, heard the yes, word yes the, the word of the day let's talk about a haunting this you can find on amazon prime and i think also on youtube surprisingly like on their 
that streams on there as well. But this is a reenactment of apparent collisions between the spirit plane and the real world. So they're one hour episodes accompanied by commentary from people who supposedly have experienced these spooky incidents like demonic activity, poltergeist attacks, possessions, and cryptic visions. Oh, this definitely used to be like on like the Travel Channel or History Channel or something like that. So they had a couple of seasons of it like a while back in the early 2000s, I think. Mm-hmm. And then it stopped for a while. But I think there was such a cult following to it. Yes. Oh, I used to watch the hell out of this. It came yes. back. So they've started a second version of no. that. Yeah. So you can get online. You can find the old episodes, which are apparently those are the ones that are really, really good. If you can find the original episodes. Oh. I want to say for this one, it's like I said, it started early 2000s. Yep. So it's, it is an older, outdated show, but you can find it on Amazon Prime or on YouTube. Let's go to the next one. Number two on this list, Black Mirror. Have any of y'all heard about that? Uh, yeah, I've tried. I can't get into it. I've seen a few episodes, yes. Okay, now there are a couple things. That they, there's other things that are called Black Mirror out there, so I want to make sure it's the same one. Uh, have you seen the British TV series? Yes. Okay. I think so. So it was highly recommended online, and it's described as a contemporary re- reworking of the Twilight Zone with stories that tap into mm-hmm. the collective unease about the modern world. So sharp, suspenseful, standalone episodes with new characters each time. I feel like you either love it or hate it. Yep, yeah. I feel like what I, I liked about this one when I, when I was re- researching it is that since they are standalone episodes, if you really don't want to get into like a whole series, something like this, you can actually go online, look up best episodes or best oh. ranked episodes for Black Mirror, and then just go listen or not listen to, watch right. just the ones that you want. Right. Because each episode is mm-hmm. different. Yeah. Different characters, different actors, different storylines. And then the number one for TV shows, Scary and Suspenseful. I think everyone can guess this one. It's American Horror Story. Woo-woo! Yeah. My favorite. <laughs> so My favorite. Will and I have just started watching this from the beginning. Be- oh, yeah. Because I've only watched a couple of seasons. Like, I've only watched Asylum. I've only watched Coven. Because I could never wake- make it through Murder House. So we just finished oh, Murder House. So good. And have now are going through Asylum. Asylum, the first time I watched it, I was like, mm. Now it's one of my favorite seasons. So, okay, American Horror Story, y'all know, like, if you want to talk about specifics, I'm your girl. Again, what's great about this show, this one's on FX, but you can find it online on Netflix. So if you want to binge watch, Mm -hmm. like, one season, then you can. Each season is a miniseries. So you don't have to necessarily, like Jess said, you don't have to start from the beginning. You can kind of pick a season based on, like, the synopsis of it and or the title of it and just watch that short little miniseries. But they're all connected. They are all connected. I have heard that. Oh, they are. I do think that it's something that you can, if you wanted to start with Asylum, you could do that. So each season, there's nine so far Mm -hmm. has a different title for it so season one was murder house season two is asylum season three coven season four freak show season five hotel which i think i have watched like a couple episodes from that and that was creepy 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 um season six roanoke season seven cult and season eight apocalypse and season nine which is the newest one is 1984 yeah four episodes in and four episodes in so that's your number one that's number one. So I'm surprised that you didn't have The Haunting of Hill House. Girl, yes. Oh, see, that one didn't come up when I was oh, doing a lot of the it research. Is so good. Like, it has such scary episodes, and it is. So that would be that would be my, if I'm recommending anything, that would be my recommendation. And they just said it's going to be kind of like 
an anthology story where they're going to do a completely different haunting the second season it's not connected the next one's going to be the turn of the screw it's going to be be based on the turn of the screw by henry james yeah oh see that's again i love series like that because you don't necessarily have to pick it up from the beginning have Mm -hmm. you watched it no all right you know you get on it i need to get on it all right. Well, so those are our top five, I guess, for um, yes. TV shows in the scary and suspenseful category. And that's on Netflix. And so I wanted to go ahead and throw out a couple of other shows just in case you're you don't maybe like the scary suspenseful give you nightmares, keep you up all night okay. kind of thing. Um, we've got just a couple of recommendations that are more family friendly PG-13. So you can watch them with your kids, possibly depending on their ages. Um, the first one would be The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Love it. Love it's it. Basically, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. It's like the Archie comic books. Uh, same character, but it's a little bit darker. Um, uh-huh. And it streams on Netflix. I actually really loved the first season of it. So I'm really excited to see as they progress. The second it. season is better, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. So I, we haven't watched it yet. I, I will say if you are like... Um, maybe very religious this is not the show for you i <laughs> know <laughs> that's true no definitely not but that's a good little note to add in there but it is, none of our suggestions tonight are for you yeah but it's, <laughs> especially that they're um maybe just skip this whole episode they're very into uh <laughs> satan in that show so let me just say there is a lot of that i remember seeing that the first time and i was like okay well so we'll go with this um but i do think it's actually if you look at it on the entertainment value it's it's entertaining oh yeah it's a mm-hmm. good show it's good for like the creepiness without it being like too scary mm-hmm. um next up would be uh, just add magic it's a amazon prime series i watch this with my niece it's perfect i mean my niece is like 10 years old so this is a great show that she and i watch it's about like three young girls who discover like a, a cookbook that has magic recipes in it it is very it's good for like young kids but it's a great way to kind of get them into the imagination world of magic and that kind of stuff and spells and then the next two are pretty much Halloween cooking shows because those are always awesome. Yes, uh, yes, duh. yes. So Halloween Wars, which streams on Hulu, it's a cooking competition with teams of sugar makers, pumpkin carvers, and bakers. Number one. And they create amazing, horrific, edible masterpieces that look similar to these cakes that we've described earlier. <laughs> and um, they're awesome. I, I love watching it and seeing like, uh, what they create. It's crazy what you can make out of that stuff. It really is. Like, I think I watched one the other day where someone tried making a troll underneath a glass bridge made of sugar. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was just fascinating. And then the last one would be The Curious Creations of Christine McConnell. It's a oh Netflix series. Oh, my God, that girl. It, she's crazy. I remember watching the show and thinking, like, I don't know where they're going with this, but I can't keep watching it hmm. and i made it through the entire series so it's um it's a baking show because in there she bakes these treats and makes these ridiculous like scary haunted houses but like a gingerbread house but at the same time there's a whole underlying story in the background of she has all these creatures living in her house and mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure there's like a creepy murderous boyfriend it's just the whole thing but yeah. it's hard to describe but if you watch it on netflix it's it's entertaining she's no she's great and unfortunately netflix did not renew her show Aww. um so she if you do watch that and enjoy it um she has moved to youtube mm. so oh. she's continuing her show on youtube that's good to know because um, they left some cliffhangers they did yeah so on it, a baking show well, like i said there's a whole storyline behind it yeah so if you okay. if, if you like it like go watch on youtube and follow her on instagram because she's just amazing so i didn't really say this in the beginning it's it's like a baking show that's halloween driven but it's not like a reality show if that makes sense like there's a 
storyline behind it as well as her making these treats. Mm-hmm. It's not like a, a baking competition or no, it's just her contest. I am so sort. confused. You just go look her up on Instagram and then just like watch a little bit of this on Netflix okay. because she's just so creative. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, that is our our list of all the top Halloween TV shows, both scary and family friendly that you should definitely go watch. Check those all out. We'll definitely post this list on our Champagners group, too, so you can check them out. And let's hear about the scariest podcast, Lindsay. All right. So uh, number three is going to come in Astonishing Legends. So this um, podcast is great. It talks about different legends that you hear. So I think I've talked about the gremlins that are on airplanes oh yeah the nessie um one of my next story uh that i'll talk about but anything and everything the bloody battery um just everything that you can imagine so it's not going to necessarily be like this is a scary story but it's going to talk about the history behind it then they're also going to come back and talk about you know is this true is it not and they're going to have interviews and sometimes there's two or three parts sometimes it could be two three four hours of stuff so if you're really into the history of why things are and what could be that's this is the podcast for you and what was the name of that again astonishing legends okay that's cool Okay, number two, Haunted Happenstance. So this is about the author of this podcast, I guess you could say, because she's really a writer. She moves into a condo complex in Boston, and essentially, like, shit is going down in this place. Okay. And her grandmother kind of coined this haunted happenstance because, like, nothing just happens for a reason, kind of thing um and wherever she goes like creepy stuff follows but like shit gets real on this podcast pretty fast and then number one you've all heard me talk about ghosts in the burbs uh it's about liz who lives in wellesley massachusetts it is amazing and she starts out by listening to people's ghost stories and writing about them and pretty soon shit starts happening to her it starts happening so bad she like ends the podcast oh wow yeah so keep listening it's so scary and freaky um i will listen to it over and over and over again that's how amazing it is and this is the one that you said actually scared you enough that you like stopped listening to it in the car by yourself yeah what? Uh-huh. Right? in the car yeah like i would listen in, I, I listen to podcasts in the car mm-hmm. uh usually not when worries in there because she likes to listen to lizzo um but uh, <laughs> of course she does <laughs> yeah it's her favorite song who doesn't like to listen anyway to she's a year and a half old she's a diva um but when she gets out like i put on you know my true crime or my ghost story podcast but uh at night I can't listen to these. I cannot listen to Ghost in the Burbs at night by feel, myself in the car. I feel like for you to say that, that that right there should say yeah. how scary it is because you're really not afraid of anything. You're the person that if you walked by a creepy house and someone was like, there's someone in there that's definitely going to murder you, you'd be like, cool, let's go see. Yeah. So <laughs> I just, I remember coming home from Trina's when I the podcast and I was listening and I kept looking in the rearview mirror and I kept getting freaked out. That there was nothing in my backseat. That's how scary it is. Like, you just expect there to be something. It got so bad that she had to stop? Yes. And I'm not going to tell you why or how or when. You just have to listen. Okay. Well, now I, like, want to, you have b- to binge listen. listen all of these. Had, like, so does she have several seasons out? Yeah. Uh, there are, but there are, like, months at a time. Because she does have several children. And um, she's a busy mom and stuff. So they're... But if you start now, I mean, you can catch up pretty fast. I think they're... 30-something episodes, maybe? 40-something episodes? All right. Is it pretty addictive? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll definitely have to check All that right. out. We can listen on my porch if anyone wants to come. 
Ghost in the Burbs? Ghost in the Burbs. All righty. All right. Well, it looks like it's time for another hopefully ghostly story, but this says witchy story. Also, so. keep, keep drinking, everyone. <laughs> That's right. We've said ghost like five times at this point. Yeah. I'm out. So, all right, Lindsay, let's hear this witch story. All right. So this is the most infamous witch story, and it is the actual only documented story where a spirit kills someone. Whoa. Uh-huh. It is the Bell Witch. Oh. Oh, yes. Okay. And that's, that's, that's a Tennessee-based witch. Uh, yes, Adams, Tennessee, which is about 30 minutes north of here on our way to Clarksville. Mm-hmm. Has anyone ever been to Adams, Tennessee? Yes. Yeah, I have. I feel like I've been close there, but I haven't actually been there. Um, Scary. Before you start, can I say that I was in a community play about the Bell Witch? <gasps> what? How do we... Who just- are you? Well, Were you the witch? Mm-hmm. Yep, sure was. <laughs> um, I was in eighth grade, and it was a community play, and... Uh, they needed some teenagers to go. Um, it, it was like set mostly in the past during the Bell Witch time, but then mm-hmm. they also needed some teenagers in the today world, you know, to pretend to go to the Bell Witch cave and then like the lights would go out and they would scream like they got attacked by the Bell Witch. So I played teenager of today. Um, <laughs> and then. I, I'm the teenager of today. And then, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and then I also played um, some random teenager friends of um, the daughter of the Bell Witch family. All right. So I'm, and so for that part, I went and took a field trip to Adams, Tennessee. Okay. Okay. So. All right. So I've actually been, I've been to the plate in Adams, Tennessee. I've also been on the property, in the cave, and on the haunted hayride. You've been in the cave? I have been yeah, in the cave. In the cave. In, in the cave. the cave. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, been I want to hear about this now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we're my heels and they made fun of me anyway. I didn't know I was going to go rolling. Anywho. <laughs> you would wear heels to a cave. Okay. I didn't know I was going <laughs> to the cave. All right. So I want you to... You imagine 200 years ago, all right, 1817, there is no plumbing and no electricity. And this is a time where people owned slaves. Like that was, this is how long ago this was, guys. Okay. So I'm going to tell you about the family. So John Bell Sr., he lived in North Carolina and he ended up moving to Adams, Tennessee, right? So there's, this is a new land. Not a whole lot of people are here. He comes and he has about 300 acres. And yeah, that might sound a lot today in like Nashville prime, but that time it wasn't like you got a ton of property just for being in the army and stuff. So like that didn't mean a whole lot. So he was kind of a mediocre. He wasn't necessarily wealthy. He wasn't necessarily poor. He owned one slave. And uh, so he lived on this land and he and his wife, Lucy, had like a bajillion children. And I'm not going to get into like all that. I'm just going to talk about the important ones in this story. So um, he is walking on his land and he sees like this really large animal and he thinks it's a dog and he gets closer and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and he shoots at it and it disappears. And then his daughter... Betsy is out and she sees this bird with these gigantic wings and all of a sudden it disappears and his slaves see stuff like this. So they start to see these weird animals on the property. Well, they don't think a whole lot about it because they just moved to Tennessee. Like they don't know what type of animals are here. Is this like a normal animal? Is it not? They don't really know. Where else have they lived? Like North what are Carolina. They seeing? <laughs> but you this know, is like, normal. You don't know. I mean, I don't I, know. I mean, I guess. Yeah. If you were to move it to like 
South Dakota and see like some of the big animals they got up there for the first time, sure. probably be like, what the hell? I mean, they're like, oh, like they probably came back and talked about it, but they didn't think much about it. Yeah. It's not like it was a grizzly bear. Also, if you start talking about really large, crazy looking animals, people are going to assume you're nuts. So yeah, that's true. Sure. True. And so then like weird things started happening outside their house. Like they would hear animals. They would hear um, all kinds of noises. Then pretty soon it came inside the house they would hear knocking and whispers and then they would hear rats gnawing on their bedpost they would hear dogs fighting and chains being like wrapped around the floor like is that the noise a chain makes on the floor yes it does (laughs) then it got even worse where the kids were having their their sheets ripped off of them they were having their hair pulled and they were being scratched And Betsy Bell got the worst of it. She was being pinched and she was being slapped and even stuck with pins. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, was she like one of the younger daughters? Yeah, she she was um, probably the third or fourth youngest child. Mm -hmm. Because I think there were like, like I said, 80. Uh, That's all you could do back then. (laughs) Anyway. They didn't have TVs back then. So, yeah. Yeah, So, (laughs) it was a lot. So, pretty soon, this spirit, this ghost drink oh. <laughs> um it became more and more vocal and it would start making these weird sounds and all of a sudden it had a woman's voice and the family would ask like where like who are you where are you from and at one point they said well i was a spirit but um, my grave has been messed with so i'm disturbed now then it went into how they he they had hidden treasure somewhere and told them where it was. And then they, of course, went and like dug it up. And then she laughed at them. And so they were like insane. Um, like she was a trickster, this ghost. And then she said, I'm Kate Batts's witch, which is where the term witch came from. And Kate Batts was a, a female in the town. And a lot of people looked down upon her because she was a very strong, independent woman. Now, she was married, but her husband was in a wheelchair, so she pretty much had to do everything for him, and she had to tend to the farm and all this stuff, which was not looked upon kindly by the other men in the the, the town, as you can imagine, back in, you know... BFE. Yeah. So, um, but the term wit, I am Kate Batts' witch, meant that Kate Batts sent that spirit to the home, mm-hmm. which is, there's really no proof of that, but... But she was known as a trickster, so this was probably to get some animosity in the community. So there's, a, you know, a ton of things that she said. And she was very intelligent. Like, she would, um, you know, know all these things. She loved Lucy. Lucy was John Bell's wife, and she would sing her hymns, and she would bring her fruit from, like, various regions on Earth. Like, just show up with it. Uh, just, like, fruit would appear? Yeah. I that, wouldn't eat that shit. That wasn't local. It right? was not local. <laughs> I would not eat that. (laughs) Yeah. So come to find out she was really bothering Betsy because she did not want Betsy to marry her like high school sweetheart, Joshua Gardner. And because of the torment, Betsy caught off the engagement. Okay. And we don't know why. Would like did was it really a trick? Did was Joshua gonna abuse her? Was he gonna beat her? Or was, did she just hate Betsy? We don't know. You know, we have no idea. Um and the weird thing is that Kate the spirit would only interact if there was no light at all no candle like no candles or anything that sounds shady af yeah so at first the bells were 
well, they always happen a little um, kind of like, oh, this is happening to us. We can't tell anybody. But they told a friend. They ca- they told their best friends, James Johnston, and said, hey, like, this is happening to us. This is really scary. Like, come over, see it for yourself. And so he did. And he actually talked to Kate. And he's like, no, this is for real. This is like a spirit from the Bible. And he would actually come over and talk to the spirit all night so the family could get some rest. That's weird. And then one night he was at home and his door opened and he felt something as sheets and he called it and he knew it was the witch. And he's like, I'm going to burn it. So he like drug it over to the fireplace and the blanket got heavier and heavier and it started smelling really bad and worse and worse and worse to the point where he was gagging and he had to let it go and run out. And he's like, I almost burned the witch, but he didn't. But I mean, I bet she really, really hated him after that. So what was the retaliation? No, no. But word came from everywhere and people would come and view this for themselves and talk to Kate. And she actually, they would say, oh, this preacher said this sermon an hour ago. What did they say? And she would say it verbatim. And then this one guy said, oh, my parents live in England. Like, what are they doing right now? And supposedly, like, the witch walked in and talked in his voice and freaked him out. And they came back and talked in his voice. Anyway, it just, it was very weird. And people kept saying, why are you here? Why are you here? And she's like, I'm here to kill John Bell. And she called him Old Jack. And that I'm, I'm here to kill him. So essentially, he had Bell's palsy, not named after him. But he was dying. And the doctor came. The doctor came. We give him medicine. And all of a sudden, he kind of became comatose and the family looked in the cabinet and they saw this smoking liquid and they didn't know, they didn't know where it came from and he died and all the mourners came and Kate would sing drinking songs to interrupt their mourning and she said I will appear back in seven years and so she disappeared she did come back after seven years and she uh, the family kind of was just like we're, we've had enough of you like we're done so she kind of disappeared again but yeah so that's the story of the Bell Witch there's some really interesting things they say Andrew Jackson may have come and seen for himself the hauntings um, or talked to Kate himself um, so there's just a lot of interesting stuff with the bell witch but yeah john bell's the only one in history to have been recorded who have died by a witch's hand or a ghost hand or a spirit's hand whatever you want to say drink Drink. so if you want to find out more about the bell witch um our family trouble was actually documented by the youngest bell son who was six at the time um who ended up being 10 or 11 when the witch disappeared he wrote that and it's it's actually not for publication but uh mv ingram wrote a book that included that it's called an authenticated history of the bell witch so you can give that a read it's on amazon also if you want to listen to a podcast astonishing legends um they do two parts Uh, Part one was recorded on October 8th of 2017, and part two was on October 16th of 2017. It's about a five-hour podcast. Wow. So, you know, dig in, but it's some really good, interesting history. So, you know, give that a listen. See what you think. Um, If you want to go visit this um, area, you can. They do a play every year, not on site. But I believe one of the ancestors of the Bell family produces it. And then you can go on the Bell family site and they do do a cave tour, which is kind of known for Indian burial grounds. And really the only story I could find about the Bell Witch is that one of the younger kids fell into a hole in the cave and she actually picked him up and saved him out of it and she's like don't go in here now i have been in that cave it's very deep like you can walk 
not so easily in hills but you can walk <laughs> and then there's a separate cave like but it's pretty big um and then they usually have a haunted hayride if you go take cash because it's bfe and they don't know what a credit card is <laughs> <laughs> wonder if uh, that that's just the story they're sticking to but it's like one of those things they have electronic interference yeah that's, <laughs> mm, maybe. well you yeah. never know their website <laughs> says bring cash after 3 p.m what well and she only appears in the dark what does so that mean just saying <laughs> i think just that's that's it yeah piece it all together yep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so anyway the bell witch that's a i mean i've heard that story before i i have i think we've talked about going down there to visit like adams tennessee and to see the bell witch cave um i think marshall and our old roommate will we all tried to like find a movie or something about it and we ended up watching some really 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 like i think a bad 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 version of a movie that was supposed to be somewhere between the blair witch project and the bell witch cave yeah. and it was horrible yeah but we laughed our way there through are it. some <laughs> movies based on it but nothing worth a damn nothing like really based on like the the events of it no. right? yeah. maybe inspired by yes yeah. Yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I have heard that. That is a very famous story here in Tennessee. One of these days, I need to go see that play. I don't know if I'd go in the cave. I'm not going to lie. I actually like going to visit caves, but I don't want it to ruin every cave for me. It was fine. And <laughs> the play, I mean, they talk in 1800 literature, right? So, like, it's it's kind of hard to remember. We had a friend in it, and that's why I went. Um, now, just to forewarn you, if you go and read the books um, that we discussed this they were wrote back in the day so there is a lot of discussion of slaves and there's a lot of language that is not appropriate so just be forewarned i mean take it as a history lesson don't you know don't be shocked when you read that crap yeah that is still pretty crazy that that that's the only death by Mm -hmm. witch that's been documented uh, spirit or ghost or witch any of that yeah i'm just gonna say that so y'all have to keep drinking (laughs) cheers cheers Alrighty, well, going from that lovely witchy story on the Bell Witch, um, Jess, do you have any more scariest books to tell us about? I surely do. So, I actually have some books and literature and reading materials for everyone. I pretty much did only things that I've actually read because while there's so many books, I kind of just wanted to do things that I've just only read. And I kind of did a mix of things. So I have a short story in here. I have fiction. I have nonfiction. Uh, So something for everyone. I'm ready. Okay. So I'm starting with a piece, uh, a short story by Shirley Jackson, who did The Haunting of Hill House. Yes. But that's not this. Okay. Okay. (laughs) But that's not this. (laughs) Okay. So this is actually The Lottery. Has anybody read this? Okay. It's horrifying okay i mean lottery is supposed to be good things come on now nope i don't feel like this is, a good this is not a good lottery uh so this actually first think the hunger games trina okay yeah point yeah this point. is actually kind of like that lawyered um, so this actually first appeared uh in the new yorker on june 26 1948 mm, um and it received more hate mail for fiction than the new yorker had ever received at that point okay so this is when people weren't as much of a fan of this uh, genre of books, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and this is a short story that you can, if you're a fast reader, you can read it in five minutes. You can read it or 10 or 15 minutes. And you can actually, if you Google this, you can 
the New Yorker still has it where you can mm. read it. It's, right. like, it's called right lottery because I'm it's like lottery. writing this down to Google this later. So I just will give you just <laughs> right a now. really quick synopsis. It's just like any town, USA, just uh, just the USA on June 27th. Um, they towns, city or towns and villages in the U.S. I guess they don't really say uh, they hold a lottery um, just to kind of help with the harvest and all the families in the villages gather um, and they all pick out slips of paper and it goes from there and it kind of just touches on mob psychology and evil and violence and how you can just live in this idyllic village and things can just turn on a dime and it just kind of I feel like it's just a good story for today I feel like that's a okay. plot of a couple movies somewhere in there <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay and it's just it's just a really it is every time I read it I just read it again yesterday and every time I read it I'm just like this is just horrifying so the lottery by Shirley Jackson it's a great read okay um pet cemetery by Stephen King I yeah. I have read a lot of Stephen King not everything but I've read a lot of his stuff um, and I kind of went back and forth between what I thought was the creepiest Stephen King, especially for this type of time of year. Um, but this one, I think, is is good for everyone. We all have driven by creepy small cemeteries. We all have probably had a pet that's died and we've had to bury like the just this one. I felt like really like. And so then I'm like, it's kind of that thing. Like, what if we buried our pet and then all of a sudden they showed up again the next day? Oh, ooh, ooh, I have a dead pet story. Why did you start that with ooh, 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 ooh? <laughs> like that's not. Did they <laughs> did they show up the next day? Okay, you seem too excited over that. <laughs> Do you just want me to tell you this story? Yeah. Yes. Okay. You have to now. Okay. Little three or four year old Lindsay lived on a major highway in the Boondocks. Okay? Boy, this really sounds like the plot of Pet Cemetery right now. <laughs> right, already. And my dog Buffy got ran over by a semi truck. Whoa, okay. Are you retelling Pet Cemetery no. right now? Oh, no. Did you meet a guy named Stephen or Mr. King when you were younger? Nope, nope, <laughs> no. And so it is slaughtered, y'all. It is bleeding. Half of its spine on one side of the road, oh. half of it on the other. It is just chunky. You're going to make me cry. Warning, warning. <laughs> it is chunky. And so my mother walks me out to this dead animal <laughs> who I've loved with all my life and said, Lindsay, if you get in the road, this is what's going to happen to you. What? <laughs> oh, my God. That's traumatizing I, in so many ways. My little three or four year old self was like, do you come back? And my mom's like, no, you die forever. Well, damn. <laughs> That's my story. <laughs> Your mom has clearly never read Pet Cemetery. I did. No, <laughs> I did. That's right. Also, I'd be traumatized for life on that. <laughs> well, that was actually very appropriate for this book recommendation. <laughs> okay. All right. What's your number one? All right. Well, anyway, Pet Cemetery. <laughs> that Lindsay pretty much summed it up. <laughs> Pet Cemetery is the opposite of Lindsay's story. Okay. The animal comes back. Um, the animal comes back. Um, and Audible, it's read by Michael C. Hall. So, you know, that he's a pretty great actor. So, if you hmm. don't want to buy it on Amazon or track it out from your library, download it from Audible. Number one, Lindsay, I feel like you're really going to enjoy this okay. one. This is a non-fiction recommendation. Um, it is The Demonologist. Ooh. The Extraordinary Career of Ed and Lorraine Warren. Read it. 
Seriously? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, no, there no. you go. Um, <laughs> that's by Gerald Brittle. So this is, Lindsay's already read it. I mean, that figures. Um, so this is for if you want to hear all the behind the scenes stuff about, um, if you've seen the movies, Annabelle, The Conjuring, The Amityville Horror. Um, these are pretty much the cases of Ed and Lorraine Warren, the husband and wife team who have basically covered all of those stories. Um, so this is for people who are like truly into the hauntings, the spirits, the demons, etc. Yeah. Um, also, heads up, uh, if you've seen the movie Annabelle and you think it's that really creepy doll, no, it ain't. It is a raggedy Ann doll. Yep, that's mm-hmm. true. That's true. Um, I'm in the process of reading this book right now, um, and it is hella creepy. It's very creepy. So if you don't know who Ed and Lorraine Warren are, mm-hmm. so Lorraine is kind of like this psychic mm-hmm. who... Um, just sees and hears the craziest shit. Ed is like a demonologist, but he is like tight in with the Catholic Church. Mm -hmm. And they go on, uh, they kind of investigate for the Catholic Church, right? They're trying to see if, oh, is this a demonic possession? Could there be other things? So um, a lot of these movies that are coming out are kind of based on what they went through. But these stories and these books are the true stories. And they're honestly creepier than the movies. Yeah, no, they're really creepy. Um, And then I have more of a family friendly uh, kind of um, list Uh, so I have um, really like uh, more for your elementary school kid okay Um, scared silly a Halloween treat by James Howell Um, so this is the uh, buncula this is number two in the buncula series I loved this series when I was in elementary school these are uh, talking pets so um, these are the Monroe family pets. Fill their fur, stand on end when a witch walks through the door on Halloween night and grabs Buncula, the vampire rabbit. Does what strange brew is this witch concocting and how will their family animal friends keep from becoming her next ingredients? So this is Chester, Howie, and Harold, the dogs and cats of the household. It's a, it's a great book series. You can read it to your kid or like your eight or nine-year-olds can read it themselves. Like it's great. Number two. Scary stories to tell in the dark. How can I make a book list and not mention this book? I've not seen the movie yet, but uh, I was in a bookstore right around the time the movie came out. And I I used to own these books. I don't know where they went, uh, but they had this book on an end table like Barnes and Noble. And I picked it up and just started like leafing through to see if it was still scary. It was. <laughs> um, so, like, the artwork is on point. I mean, hello. You have spiders hatching from your face. You have a scarecrow that, like, starts walking. I mean, it, it's great. And then one of my personal favorites from when I was a kid, I had all the Goosebumps books. Yes, Goosebumps. Goosebumps yes. for the win. R.L. Stein. But this was one of my favorites. Um, Goosebumps number 10, The Ghost Next Door. Mm. Uh, Hannah Fairchild is startled to wake up from a horrific nightmare to find that the empty house next door has suddenly been sold as if overnight. And the family somehow, and the son of the family somehow has the ability to survive a series of near fatal accidents. The more she investigates, Hannah discovers to her shock that the new neighbors might be ghosts. What, what? Drink. Um, But the twist at the end, I mean, my like elementary school self was like, OMG. So there you go. Well, awesome. All right. Dang. Good recommendations there. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Uh, One more 
ghostly story from Miss Lindsay. Ooh. What's this one about? So would it be Halloween if we didn't talk about vampires? Are you going to tell us this story while wearing your vampire rave teeth? I don't know if you can understand me. Probably not. Probably not. I feel like you should just put them on your hand and just do this the whole time. Okay. I will. (laughs) So this is actually a true crime story. (laughs) Oh, but it's a vampire story? It is. So there. Wait, wait. First, vampires are real, Jess. Come on. Have you ever been to New Orleans? Come on. All right. I mean, yeah. So has anyone ever been into role playing? Not talking to you, Trina, who just got knocked up. I mean, whatever. Don't judge my personal life. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, um, you know, the Dungeon and Dragons, this especially in the 90s, this became crazy, right? Well, there was also a role playing game called Vampire the Masquerade. Hmm. And... Yeah. When did this come out? Yeah, I don't think I ever heard of Early this one. Early 1990s. It, you know, um, it was around the time of like Interview with Vampire yes, and all that. Yes. Oh. So that came out in the early 90s. Everybody was kind of being obsessive about it, right? So I want to tell you a little bit about uh, this guy. His name is Justin Farrell, but his middle name was Roderick and he went by Rod. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rod Farrell. He sounds like a porn star. Rod Farrell. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So Rod was born in March of nineteen nine or nineteen eighty. Okay. So he's about three years older than me and you, Trina. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what are you talking about? I'm only like twenty nine. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Okay, so he grew up in Murray, Kentucky, which is actually not too far from here. And he uh, grew up with a single mom, with an absent father. He was a loner. Um, And his mom introduced him to this game called Vampire the Masquerade role-playing game. And she seems a little bit off, to be honest with you, from everything I've read. He uh, was really weird. He obsessed with death, and he fantasized about dying in the electric chair around nine years old he carved an upside down cross in his chest with a razor blade he was expelled by the ninth grade which i feel like is really hard to do it has major issues (laughs) major issues i'm gonna actually um while you guys are looking let me just i'm gonna send a pictures pictures this is so fun okay and i'm gonna post these online i'm gonna send them to you i feel like i'm in an episode of my favorite murder this is rod Okay, this is Rod. Oh, my Jesus. Okay, so he um, he decorated his room with the occult, but maybe the darker side. He had like a satanic Bible. He had upside down crosses. He had broken shards of glass laying around with like barbed wire and um, hooks on them. Ew. Um, looking at these pictures... All of this seems very believable. <laughs> okay, right, 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 right. Yeah. Very, very believable. Okay. So after he got into this game, he met a guy named Jaden Murphy. And Jaden had a cult. And he called it the House of Vampires. Okay. And to be inducted, they had to drink each other's blood. And so they all cut themselves with some razor blades. They put it in a chalice. Chalice whatever the fuck you call how it how do you start a cult <laughs> what well, seems it seems it go, go google that and see what happens blood blood <laughs> okay so anyway um and then they would all drink it well rod 
kind of started bucking up to Jaden. He's like, this cult could be, or not cult, this clan could be ran better and we need to be more violent. And Jaden was kind of a chill guy. He's like, no, like we are just chill. And essentially what they would do is smoke marijuana and take LSD. And like, he was like wanting to hang out, right? That's how every good cult starts. (laughs) And um, so essentially he decided, you know what? No, like I'm going to start my own clan. So he did and he called it dun 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 the vampire clan he's <laughs> <laughs> very original very original so Love his creativity <laughs> he decided that he was actually a five-year hunt 500 year old vampire called Visago and Visago <laughs> he's born in 1990 but I love that he just decided yes. <laughs> that he's like 500 years old he's 500 years old his name is Visago which is a name it's kind of a butchery of a demon name in occult literature um, this Visago character was like third in command to Satan's army of rebel angels and he honestly started playing this so much and taking so many drugs he really thought he was a Visago the 500 year old vampire okay this is very fascinating and I think he's created this really big character but at the same time like you're gonna start your own clan you're gonna put all this effort into make saying you believe that you're this person but you're gonna still put yourself third in line yeah like why not go for the number one just go for Satan yeah exactly be like if I'm gonna claim to be somebody (laughs) I mean that's true that's true but you know as a mother coming home and finding your son there with a girl you would be scared maybe they were having a little hanky panky no not Visago Visago and his girlfriend were drinking each other's blood oh she came home to that all I'm thinking is like so many diseases this just sounds so I know god I hope they flavored it with lemon or something (laughs) 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 lots of copper they add champagne to it I mean something to make it taste better come on guys (laughs) so uh the vampire clan he had uh four other people besides him in it so he had Scott Anderson who was 16 Charity Kate Kesey, who was 16, Dana Cooper, who was 19, and Michael Schaefer, who was 16. Mm-hmm. So he so liked the youngins. He, yeah, I mean, he was 16 as well. Oh, so, true. you know, they would also hang out in the Vampire Hotel, which ended up being just this abandoned house between Land of the Lakes. And that's where they would hang out. Um, they would do their rituals. They would drink their blood. They would take drugs. You know what you do in an abandoned house. Mm-hmm. But this abandoned house has actually like been known for a lot of paranormal activity. If anyone is interested to go to land between the lakes. Mm-hmm. So Rod had been talking to this girl for a long, long time years. I think he had went to camp or lived in Florida, actually near Orlando. Of course, Trina. all the crazies come from Florida. Eustace, I mean, Eustace. No, this crazy came from Kentucky. It just traveled to Florida. Oh, well. Okay, so he had known this girl named Heather. And she lived in Eustis, Florida, which was right outside of Orlando. And they would talk on the phone because this was at this point, it was 1996. He was 16. And um, she would be like, I have to get out of my house. It's hell. Like, it's awful. I mean, her dad was like a minister. You know, that's when, you know, they're the wild child. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, do you want me to kill him? And she's like, um, no, no. You know, she thought it was a joke. Well, guess what? Of course not. No. (laughs) So he said, okay, you know what? We're just going to come get you. We're going to make a plan. We're going to drive from Kentucky all the way to Florida, and we're going to pick you up. And she said, 
okay. So they come and get her. They pick her up. They initiate her by drinking the blood. And um, all of the clan goes, except for Michael Schaefer. So we have Rod goes, Scott goes, Charity and Dana. So Charity and Dana take Heather to her boyfriends to say goodbye, because she's obviously leaving the state. And so Rod and Scott decide to stay at the house. And so they go in the garage, and Rod sees a crowbar, and he's like, I'm going to get this just in case. Just in case of what? (laughs) So he goes into the house, and inside are Heather's parents. Now, she has a father who's, like, napping on the couch, and she has a mother who is asleep upstairs. So at first, Rod has his crowbar, crowbar, and I don't know if you've ever seen a crowbar, but it's not really pointy. It's more like of a like a straight stick or a rounded stick. But he's trying to impale the father. Oh, and what? Mm-hmm. Trying to impale him. And he's the vampire, he's not the, vampire. the father, but he's trying to impale someone. Okay, okay. Yes, and um, the father's name was Richard Windorf, and so he's trying to stab him with the blunt object, which doesn't really go well. Mm-hmm. So he just starts beating with him with it until he's not moving. Uh-huh. So at this time, Scott, who's with him, is like horrified, and he just starts throwing up. Oh. I mean, that's a pretty natural human reaction. Yeah. yeah. So then the mother, whose name is Naomi, comes down and she is like freaking out, obviously, because there's blood everywhere. And Rod is like hits her with the crowbar, but she digs her nails into his face. Yeah, girl. And will not let go. So he essentially like beats her to Mm -hmm. death as well. No. And so he kills both of them and supposedly the rumor is they did the dance of death around their bodies afterwards him and the guy who puked because of the blood yeah supposedly okay (laughs) so you know where do vampires head for solace for solace new orleans Oh, well, yep, that does make sense. Do they go to Mardi Gras? They go to New Orleans, and the cops see them, and they're like, you're teenagers, what are you doing? So they get back in their car, because they stole it from the Wardorfs, and they head to Baton Rouge. Okay. And so Charity calls her parents, and she's essentially like, hey, we need money. They're like, kind of trick her into telling them where she is, and they're like, let us get you a hotel, and the cops come and find them. And essentially, they, like, find this bloody mess. And so, they're all charged with all these horrible crimes. And so, uh, they were all extradited back to Florida. And if you don't know the legal system, so first you have to go to the grand jury. And so, the grand jury actually took pity on Heather, the daughter. The daughter. Because she didn't really know what was happening. Right. I think she just wanted to run away. I don't think she essentially knew what was going on. And so, she was not charged with anything. So, the other four, and I must say this, like, I didn't mention, but Michael Schaefer did not end up going because his mother put him in therapy because she's like, something's weird. So, he didn't end up going. So, he didn't get charged with anything. Yay, mom. Right. Right. (laughs) Good job, mom. So, Charity Kesey was charged, and she pled guilty, and she got 10 and a half years. Dana Cooper got 17 and a half years, and they're both out now and are paroled. And then Scott Anderson at first played guilty. He got life, but that was reduced to 40 years. So he could get out as early as 2032. And then the Rod, he actually got the death penalty at 16. 
Whoa. And he was the youngest person on death row for a long time. But then the Supreme Court came at one point and said, you cannot give the death penalty to a juvenile, which I know now because that's my job. And so then he got life in prison. But then the Supreme Court says you can't do life in prison without the possibility of parole. So he was actually up for review this summer this past summer but we couldn't i couldn't find anything so it must have got continued is what i can tell um but essentially like he acted a fool outside of court he he was like making fun of the murders and saying that he meant to do it and everybody else had no idea and da 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 and come to find out later he is like now saying well i just wanted to get the pressure off of them like i wanted to take all of it out but he essentially didn't have any remorse and i have a lot more photos of him and i have a lot of photos of the scene um, and I, I'll pass them and you can choose to look at them. They're very, very graphic, but he really just kind of made fun. Like this first picture is him in his little orange jumpsuit with his tongue sticking out. Like, and then him as a vampire and the other ones, uh, the other one is like him now. And all the other ones are like scenes of the actual murder. So I'll let you look at those at your discretion. But essentially, that's what's going on. So his mom is still fighting for him. So his mom, who introduced him to this vampire, the masquerade. Now, while he was in prison, she seemed to have an affair or at least um, was interested um, in a 14-year-old boy when she was 34. And she she wrote this letter to the (laughs) 14-year-old boy. I long to be near you for your embrace. Yes, to become a vampire, a part of the family, immortal and truly yours forever. I only hope that one day you will once again return to Murray. You will then come for me and cross me over and I will be your bride for eternity and you, my sire. So she was 34 writing that to a 14-year-old and that was in 97. So that was a year after these murders happened, which means her son was going through the legal process. Okay, well, like, clearly from these first photos, I'm starting to think that this guy just has permanent brain damage from (laughs) hanging upside down too often. All the blood draining through his head. All the blood draining through his head. There's permanent brain damage there. That explains at least part of this. Uh, Also, based on the fact that his mother, like, was hitting on, like, a 14-year-old, like, did did she abuse him or something i mean there's no there's nothing of that but i mean she obviously introduced him and she she talked about at all his trials like what a shitty parent she was well clearly and that's kind of the norm um from what i see is like oh like forgive my child because i am the horrible one and (laughs) uh, it is very normal and uh so you know that's kind of what she said but now you know, just to let you guys know, he has a girlfriend and she's going to be testifying, you know, about his his loveliness. Oh, well. Ter- terrible idea, by the way, bringing these for guests. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. They're, they're in the legal field. <laughs> yeah, they're in the legal field. No. This is nothing at what I look at every day, Marshall. <laughs> this is why I drink. <laughs> Yes, there you go. <laughs> anyway, so those are the vampire murders. That's true life. Um, you know, I don't know. If you're really a five-year-old uh, Visago vampire, I don't know why you would kill somebody with a crowbar and not your magical teeth. Yeah, or something. For like, sure. I'm just saying. That, that that just shows, like, just people are crazy. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. People are crazy. There are some crazy, crazy people out there who have weird, yeah. uh-huh. like... 
imaginations well this is when imagination goes horribly wrong yeah Just your mind. Horribly wrong. yeah yeah Go. and i didn't even put the most gruesome pictures in there mm. you're welcome mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that right there is a great time <laughs> to move on to our final top four. <gasps> Scariest movies. Yes. And I have got some really good ones. Yay. I, I feel like, do y'all want to hear the, the family friendly ones first? Or yeah, do you want to hear yeah. like the scary suspense no, first? No, do the family friendly first. Okay. Oh, so <laughs> Let's follow vampire, <laughs> real life vampire story with like family friendly movies you can watch with your kids. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, and these are, I'm, I'm throwing it back with like the ones that I picked out for this are seriously like really, really family friendly. Casper. <laughs> that is on the list. Yes. Um, but we're going to start with like the first one. Um, number four on the list is Halloween Town. Yeah. Uh, yes. I mean, if you grew up and like watching Disney, it's like Disney made for TV movie series, but uh, it's about a girl named Marnie and her siblings who get a big shock when they follow their grandma to Halloween Town and find out uh, that's where their family kind of comes from in their family of witches. So it's a great little story. It's nothing too scary. If anything, it makes like the ghouls and goblins kind of like normalized a little bit. And yeah, she also finds out she's going to become a witch and it's, it's it's just a great little coming of age kind of story. But anyways, Halloween Town, I definitely think the first one was the best. It was. There's mm-hmm. a couple of other, uh, what, two or three in the series? Three. But it's a great one again to watch with like preteens, uh, young kids. Third on the list casper yes. yes and i'm not talking just like the cartoons the no, comics no, like no, no. casper the movie Devin Sawa. christina ritchie maybe yes. this is the only movie i've ever crawled into this day really <laughs> of all the things that you've ever watched or like <laughs> it's you know when he comes down and he's like a person and then he he's turns Devin into Sawa? A, oh, he's yeah Devin Sawa? he's Devin Sawa and they dance and he all and he turns like that's the saddest part ever really hello do you have a heart <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. It's a great it's, one. It's uh, from 1995, Am and I it's not still classic. To eat the cinnamon stick. Don't eat the cinnamon no. stick. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's got uh, Chris, uh, Cristiano Ricci, uh, Bill Pullman, and Devin Sawa, as we Nobody have mentioned. Nobody told me. <laughs> um, oh my god! It's an awesome movie. It's about them coming to uh, like Bill Pullman's character and his daughter coming down to live in the house where Casper and his mischievous uncles, who are all ghosts, uh, live and he's trying to get them to cross over or move on but it, it's a good family fun movie so we definitely recommend that's a that good one. one i can watch that anytime I, it comes on tv like Me you too. know it's a good classic movie when it comes on tv and you're like i'm gonna sit here for the next two hours and do nothing yeah <laughs> so uh number two on the list adam's family yeah girl i just watched that the other day i actually i did too so i watched it with my nieces and my nephew for the first time like none of them had ever seen it before and they were like what are you making us watch how have they lived I don't know. But I don't know about the new Adams family. Have you seen that? It looks so weird. No, I don't and I don't want to. I, I do want to see it, but that's because I'm gonna probably take them to go see it. So we watched the first movie. Yeah. I'm gonna try to watch the second Adams Family movie with them, and then we're gonna go see the new one. But that's a great one. Again, I was just mm-hmm. in shock that they had never seen it before. It's just awesome. It's good. It's good. So Hocus Pocus, number one. Yeah. Who doesn't love Hocus Pocus? And so quotable so quotable (laughs) it really is and apparently according to Lindsay, that's the new name for our child is the uh magical cat in the movie thackeray bing Bing. thackeray not zachary the cat's name is thackeray Mm. 
TH. That is also Trina's baby's name. Monogram accordingly. <laughs> and along with that, you know, the, the, the three main characters, the Sanderson sisters, just it's such an iconic movie. It's so great. And if you haven't mm-hmm. seen it, you've been living under a rock and you should definitely climb up from underneath it and go sit there and binge watch it 50 times over. Yeah. So, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. All right. But now, on to the scary and suspenseful movies. I'm going to do this in a different order than I had them listed out. But um, first up, this is an older movie, but it's definitely a franchise, and it's a franchise series. Demons. No. Saw. Yeah. Uh, It's got to go on the list, because that Mm -hmm. one has actually, like, haunted me over and over. Um and we've I've never made it through the entire series which there's eight movies in uh, the series. yes we did yeah no well. you two I think made it through like more than I did I think I made it to the fourth one with you guys where I basically stared at my laptop the entire time and just listened no we watched all <laughs> of them yeah that was part of the champagne way uh, humble beginnings was the champagne way yeah <laughs> the humble beginnings um, yeah we drank and uh, worked and watched those movies over like an entire it was when Lindsay and I were unemployed <laughs> <laughs> so I was employed and wa- working on my computer mm-hmm. while drinking. I mean, I didn't drink bosses. Um, <laughs> and uh, Jess and I did. That, yeah. And we, they watched the movies. I literally did stare at my computer. It, a was lot like, <laughs> it was like three days where I just lived at Lindsay's house mm-hmm. and watched the Saw movies. Those were good drink. times. But yeah. I, I do have a, a good description of this. If you haven't um, heard of the Saw franchise, it uh, falls ar- or revolves around John Kramer, also known as Jigsaw. And rather than killing his victims outright, Jigsaw traps them in situations that he calls tests or games. Um, uh, to test their will to live through physical or psychological torture and believes if they survive, they will be rehabilitated, which is pretty messed up. If you if you've even made it through the first one, it's pretty messed up. But then you see the rest of them and it just gets worse and worse <laughs> and worse. But um, I, I found this term when I was researching it where some critics refer to it as torture porn. And I was like, that's actually pretty accurate. (laughs) Is that how you and Marshall got pregnant? (laughs) Don't we talk about my personal life again? (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) Marshall just looks at me and shakes his head. (laughs) Um, All right. So next one on this is actually, it is scary, uh, but it's suspenseful, but it's also a little funny. Okay. So I've got two that are actually that fall in that category. So this is called Little Monsters. Yes. Yeah. Hold on. It's not the 1989 classic. Oh. oh. No, I went with a newer ver- movie. What? Not, not version, just a newer movie called Little Monsters. Um, so it's not the 1989 classic you may be thinking of. This is actually a new movie released on Hulu at this year. I don't it- like it. Oh, but wait till you hear the description. Okay. It's falling in the zombie comedy genre, along with movies like Zombieland and Shaun of the Dead. Little Monster centers around a man-child named Dave who finds himself having to grow up real quick when a chaperone trip to a petting zoo with his five-year-old nephew, Felix, turns into a hell's cape of blood and guts. Turns out there was a government facility with zombies right next door that had a breach and leading to a zombie attack. So Dave and Miss Caroline, the kindergarten teacher, have to fight their way out along with a whole classroom kindergartners in tow while trying to keep the kids out of harm and trying to make them think it's a game
aim to avoid them being traumatized. <laughs> so the trailer looks awesome. It's about. Uh, so you haven't watched this movie. Good old zombie death scenes with humor. It's got uh, Lupita. I can't say her last Nawaga. name. Nyongo. I think all of us got that wrong. Okay. But you <laughs> yeah. haven't watched this movie. I haven't watched the movie, but I have. I mean, it looks hilarious. But you thought to put it on your list. It has if amazing it, reviews. It's on my it, list of things to watch. If it says it's like Shaun of the Dead, I love Shaun of oh, the Dead. Oh, that's a good one. Exactly. So, I mean, if it says it's okay. like Shaun of the Dead, I'm going to give it a go. It's That'll be our next porch party. It definitely watch. said it's a lot. Shaun of the Dead? A lot. Whatever. Oh, this, one, no, this, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. this right. one. Have you read? If, I think I sent you the trailer actually at one point in time, or at least I sent it to Marshall, and I was I like, we need it. to watch this because it looks awesome. Okay. But it's very much like Shaun of the Dead. All right. We'll watch it. Carry on. All right. Um, all right. So next up, another one that's a comedy slash dark humor one. Uh, it's Ready or Not. It's, yes. Didn't you see this already? I saw it. So this one also, it's it's a newer movie, but highly recommended. Let me tell it since I'm the only one that's seen it. Okay, good. Okay, Margot Robbie, who was uh, Harley Quinn in the last uh, Joker movies. Hot. She's also in Wolf of Wall Street. And she essentially marries this guy. And, and he is the heir to a, like a toy manufacturer. And whoever marries into the family has to play a game. And you draw this card, and the card will say game, and it could say anything from, like, checkers to Uno or goldfish. But if you get hide-and-seek, that essentially means you have to hide until dawn, and the rest of the family has to kill you. What? What if she had just gotten checkers? Then she had to play checkers. Duh. And they wouldn't have killed her during checkers? Exactly. What kind of bad luck do you have to effing have to be like, okay, well, I'm going to get hide and seek. And it's the only one where these people are going to try to murder me. And so essentially the family thinks that they don't play the game and they don't want to do it. But if it's the hide and seek game and they don't kill the person, then they will all die. Oh, my God. Guys, this is like the lottery. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it all ties back together. Okay. It is amazing. It's gory. It's scary. It's hilarious. It's one of the the best horror films that I've seen in the last couple of years. Really? Yeah. All right. It's got a lot of dark humor in it. And yes. It, it said, like, it had, again, raving reviews online. Like It was good. It's 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 done really well at the box office. It's made a lot of money. Is it streaming? No. Um, I don't think it's streaming yet. yet. It's still fairly oh, new. Oh, it just came out? It just Ugh, came out. Damn it. So if you want, I, I want to throw one out there where it's like you could still go see it in the movie theaters probably. And I thought yeah, this one was makes a good sense, one. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely worth a trip to the theater. Okay. Yeah. So. Fair. That's uh, called Ready or Not. So go check it out. Yeah. It's also got some uh, unique cl- cast, including Andy McDowell and Ad- Adam Brody in it. Yeah. Andy McDowell? Yeah. yeah. She's the mother of the groom. <clears throat> oh, okay. I pretty much read the entire story of what happens in this. So if I go, I'm going to know it exactly what happens, but I still kind of want to see it. Like, uh, crazy things exploding, body parts exploding. Like, it's gory. So yeah, just I'm be aware. Usually a, I'm more of a, like, you would like this one. But dark right, humor and right. gore, I can probably mm-hmm. do. If it was just gore, I'd be like, nah. No, okay. it's really good. Okay, okay. All right, so the final one is just a movie called Us. Oh, girl, yes. Do you know which one I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. So I put two on this list with uh, Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah. Again, I'm probably tor- like just getting I, I did <laughs> go see Us in the theater, and it was the twist and everything. Oh, my God. I don't God. think I've seen that. What, you okay. didn't go what's see What's the first it? one? The first one was... Um, it's it was a movie that was done by uh, John, Jordan Peele because yeah. Jordan yeah. Peele this is the second one yeah. that he's come out in like the haunt, horror genre. Yeah, I saw um, the first one. Get out. Get, get out. out. Get out was the first one. Did you guys so, see Get Out? Yeah. Okay. Have you seen Us? 
Okay, just the trailer alone scared the shit out of Us me. Us was even scarier like, than Get Out. It was terrifying. Okay, so the, the trailer for this one, I literally wrote that down. It scared me half to death. Um, it's starring, like I said, Lu- Lupita Nyong'o. Uh, this film follows Adelaide Wilson and her family who arrive at their summer home in Santa Cruz and are attacked by a group of menacing doppelgangers. Seriously, creepy vibes just from the trailer. It really was... I, I, I gotta give it up to the actors in this because like in the preview alone when you see them playing like the amazing like heartfelt family like just normal people and then you see the doppelganger characters you're kind of like and it's the same people it's creepy okay. creepy creepy I want to watch it oh girl oh yeah like get like get out was like creepy and stuff but like us was like uh uh-uh. uh okay. yeah and so they, like they both have some plot twist as far as yeah, i understand the, like yeah do you think roy would like it no, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> again traumatized by the trailer have you seen her new outfit oh. no this was like like psychological plot twist but this was also like future like possible apocalyptic like plot twist scary okay okay i'm excited i'm excited her, so, yeah i gotta get it out of my head now because it's it's just it was it's terrifying i'm gonna just the trailer alone i'm going to definitely have nightmares just thinking about it yeah but you should definitely go see that so again those top four movies were saw any of them in the franchise uh little monsters ready or not and us mm-hmm. anyways moving on from that it is time for Treat of the week. Treat, treat yourself. All right. This week we are doing treat of the week with a hall, uh, hall, Halloween, oh. <laughs> Halloween or oh. fall theme. You're thinking hall so, pass. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not so, for you, Marshall. Just Trina. <laughs> just for me. Um, treat of the week, Halloween themed or fall themed. So, what are you treating yourselves to this week? Lindsay, let's start with you. Okay, so all the fall things that I can do with Rory. So Rory is a year and a half old. And so this past weekend, we went to Oktoberfest. And we went to Walden Farms, which is a pumpkin farm. And tomorrow, we're going to get a Cheekwood, which has like a pumpkin house. And this weekend, we're going to go to Booth Zoo and Trick or Treat and Trunk or Treat and all the haunted houses that Jay won't let me take her to. We're going to all that. (laughs) All right. When you say a pumpkin house, do you mean a giant pumpkin that is made into a house or do you mean a house made of pumpkins? A house made of pumpkins. Oh, man. (laughs) I thought thought it was like that uh, nursery rhyme, like where he... They grew a pumpkin house. I mean, that'd be awesome, too. No, it's just a house made of pumpkins. Mm, okay. But that sounds pretty awesome as well. Yeah. It yeah. does. What about you, Jess? What are you treating yourself to? Um, I also went to Oktoberfest this past weekend in Nashville. And um, Project 615 um, had a little tent set up. And that is um, a little local store that sells awesome t-shirts that like sell uh, that um, is uh, supports philanthropic Tennessee causes and anyway I'm wearing my shirt right now and it lists off all the Spice Girl names um, which is like scary and sporty and baby and posh and ginger and pumpkin <laughs> so you're pumpkin spice <laughs> Anyway, I'm wearing the shirt right now because my costume, instead of being a basic bitch, I'm a basic witch. <laughs> I love it. That's right now. Awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> For we Halloween. went to Oktoberfest and the beer lines were so long. What? We went on Sunday and there was no lines. But you know what line was it long? 
What? The champagne one. Girl, I drink champagne all day at Oktoberfest. The uh, they had cupcake prosecco bottles. Yes, they did. There was no line. They were one token. It was grand. And I um, took Rory, and I had her a dress made with the um, new Pennywise clown and a matching bow. And everyone looked at us like we were. In, it is crazy. That's fine. I'll have to post it. I'll say that picture of her with that dress. At first, I was like, "Did you just like Photoshop that on?" And I was like, "No, nope. you have a dress with a giant clown from it on your daughter." I, yeah, <laughs> I'll post it on our Champagners group because it's adorable. No, we went Sunday because we went for the Dachshund race. Oh, but I, can I just mention? Everyone, it's not my tree of the week, but I just have to say we went to the Dachshund race and they built it up and they built it up. And then we stopped and they sang the national anthem before the Dachshund race. And it was just the most ridiculous thing. And I think this man just wanted to hear himself sing. Oh, because there were just a bunch of dogs barking. The puppies cute. Yeah, the puppies were really cute. And then I almost adopted a kitten at the Oktoberfest. Me too, Bones. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And I don't even like cats. Wow. Okay. But it was a clawing another cat. And I, know. I connected. To. I know. Trina, what is your treat of the week? All right. So my treat of the week is hasn't been done yet, but I'm planning on doing it before Halloween. I'm going to go shoot zombies with paintballs. Oh, I've done it once before great. and it was awesome. And I want to do it again <gasps> because since I am pregnant and I can't really probably safely go through a bunch of haunted houses. You're fine. I mean, people get scared. Not as drama, drama, drama by people. Who Somebody else squisher. If I had, <laughs> if, if, if you can get me another uh, zombie on a chain to walk me through a haunted house, like we've talked about, done, mm-hmm. then that would be totally fine. But they have a place in um, outside of Franklin that's called Miller's Thrillers Woods. And we've gone to it once before. And you get to ride around on a hayride where the, you're going through the zombie apocalypse. And they give you a paintball gun. And you can buy extra rounds on the middle of the trip because everyone shoots so much that halfway through they're like, it's, it's a brilliant business move. Come buy more paintballs. And you just shoot zombies as they're coming at you. That's and it's so awesome. Fun. I it didn't is. run out because I, I was shooting one per because I'm not good of a shot. I think Marshall called me out for apparently like shooting them in their private parts. Well, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's where it hurt. <laughs> he was like, that's not where you shoot a zombie at. I was like, well, I'm not going to shoot them in the head. I know they're real people. <laughs> really? Has he ever been in a zombie apocalypse? Because we have. But I mean, it is still awesome. Like, I just love that they kind of did something different than just like yeah. haunted hayride or haunted woods. It's like, no, you get to be part of the action. You just shoot people. <laughs> Well, zombies, the undead, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I have another one, actually, only because I've told you both about this. It's this new book that I'm reading called Are You Sleeping? Okay, I've downloaded it to listen. I've, I'm about halfway through it. I think, Jess, you're reading it right now, mm-hmm. too. But it's actually a story that is about a crime podcast and the investigation into like a story of a crime that's like 10 years past or something. And anyways, this is actually being turned into an Amazon series called Truth Be Told. Is it Amazon or is it or Apple Amazon. TV? It's Apple, Apple TV. TV. Yeah, Apple TV series called Truth Be Told. And the series, like the trailer for that looked amazing. And so that's what made me discover the book. You told me there's vampires in it. What? You told me there was vampires in it. I just don't understand you with those vampire teeth. <laughs> you told me there was vampires in it. There's no vampires in you it. To- I downloaded it. I spent a whole Audible credit. No, it's about a podcast. You it's owe like a me. Cri- it's about a crime podcast. Seventeen ninety-five. But it's amazing. And you should all listen to it and read it. And then you okay. should go watch the series when it comes out. Whatever. So, time for... Drink about drink it. Drink about it. Drink. All right. And our guests have drink about it. Oh, wait. Did y'all have any uh, treat of the weeks, too? 
I have a treat for Halloween. Oh, yes. yes. We're going to get back to Treat of the Week. Oh, I'm super excited. <laughs> we are going to Susie Wong's Halloween, <gasps> Halloween Drag Show. <gasps> yes. yes. Thursday night for Halloween. Have you been to the regular drag show? Yes. Yes. Basically so, for every single one of my friends' birthday. Uh, yes. yes. Have you done yes. the drag and brunch? Yes. Yes. So I've awesome. taken my niece two years in yes. a row. <laughs> That's awesome. But so they're doing it on Halloween night? Yes. Oh. oh, that's so much fun. And then you go to play after? Probably. Yes. <laughs> Love it. I'm inviting myself. Come I'm on, like, come I want on. to go to this. Yeah, we we probably have, have an that. extra spot. So It's mine, yeah. Trina. You're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> they need someone to... to do the fishbowl. No, no, we have an extra spot in addition to yours. Whoa, okay. whoa. DD here. Come on now. I, I bring value. That's true. That's true. An Uber is expensive these days. I mean, on Halloween they are. Sure. Plus, I mean, who doesn't want to see a Halloween drag show? I don't even know why. I've never even thought to look up that before. Like, that sounds awesome. You that go hang awesome. out with Rory. I will go to the drag show. Done. Um, No. Good. Come on. <laughs> well, that sounds like a, a fun thing that you could look up in your local area, wherever you're at. I mean, especially for our listeners down in Orlando. Yeah. I feel like they have to have something like that somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For so sure. you should definitely check it out and see if you can find something unique. That's a great idea. Something different. I am going to see Maggie Rogers tomorrow. Oh. I'm really excited about that. She's performing at the Ryman. And then the, she's a singer? I don't even know who that is. Can you, can you sing something from her? Because I don't know. <laughs> Lindsay <laughs> loves to put people on the spot like that like hey sing this to me <laughs> what's the song the, the lights on song like that like if you leave oh yes uh, I know that song but I'm, I'm a music person sing it Trina I know I'm trying to think of the actual name of the song it's like, so. anytime I can get anyone to sing on the show if I knew it I would sing it but I don't. She'll just make up something here. Soon. Is she like a new, <laughs> a newer person? Leave the lights on. She's a newer. It's time to bone. <laughs> it's like the, the the issue is like I don't know actually all the lyrics. Nobody's home. I'm all alone. That was good. Yeah, you're way better than I am. So, but cool. She's gonna be at the Ryman though. Awesome. And then uh, some work stuff, but it will also be fun. I'm going to San Diego this week. Ooh. For a conference, but we have like two days off. Nice. Just, like going to restaurants. And our oh. hobby is awesome. So yeah. you're going to have way more fun. Oh, uh, yeah. that, that'll that so. be great. It's going to be great. Ooh, that does sound like Way fun. better than Boo at the Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to be Chewbacca. <laughs> nice. I'll take pictures. Don't worry. Nice. Love it. Well, awesome, awesome. It is time for Drink About It. So, good or bad, what are we drinking about this week, ladies? Let's start with little Jess here. Uh, well, my October is really, really busy, which can be great. I have lots of fun things scheduled. Um, but that also means that uh, my mother-in-law, Will's mom, has still not met my parents. So, uh, we're, you know, we've been together for three years and we got married in June. Um, and they still haven't met. So, <laughs> I can like hear like the, the, in your voice. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so she was actually just, she literally texted Will this past weekend. Let's, let's have lunch with, uh, Jess's parents next weekend. And he, we have like our calendar like scheduled out for the next few months because we have like Preds game and like out of town stuff and like 
symphony nights and just like our, just we have a really busy schedule and he literally texted her like our schedule for the next few months and she was just like oh and so she just texted me and she's like let's plan this like I want you guys to like get this organized and it's just like I guess like stressful for me because like I know they need to meet like I'm excited for them to meet I know my mom and Karen my mother-in-law will get along great but it's just like uh, it's just the thing to like have to do and I just I just kind of just much like I wanted like uh, my parents and Will's dad and stepmom to meet and I'm glad that happened and kind of got over with it's just like a thing that I just want to get over with yeah so like while I'm excited to have a busy fall we have lots of fun things planned this is just one thing that like I need to get planned and just need to get scheduled and just to get done so i am drinking about that awesome awesome i'd say it's like a ripping off the band-aid just like let it happen but you've also let three years go by mm-hmm. <laughs> so i think you're ready to like rip off and like, it's all the bandages right 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 <laughs> and it's not like we were ever dreading anybody meeting it's just like things got in the way just the scheduling timing just the scheduling timing pretty much all right well Lindsay, what are you drinking about this week all my eyelashes fell out what did you pull them out are you stressed it's stressed they fall out during stressful times i have no eyelashes i will show you after the show i mean i see eyelashes right now no 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 trust me there's gaps there's gaps Uh like are these all fake eyelashes right now nope i just have some at the end oh no just wait Mm -hmm. they're bad it's bad well that's uh unfortunate yeah i'm sorry Mm -hmm. it's fine just as a funny note have you ever seen like those pictures that go around on like instagram or facebook where they take like a celebrity and then like remove their photoshop their eyebrows out it's like the funniest and creepiest thing (laughs) i just saw one of anne hathaway the other day which is why this i'm thinking of this i was like she immediately just looked like voldemort in a dress with the wig (laughs) (laughs) so just if you want to google something like that to make yourself feel better just do okay, that. celebrities do that. without eyebrows well, i'm about to start prenatal vitamins again because we're about to start trying to have another baby oh my god our baby's due in october 2020 it's a girl uh, but jay <laughs> but jay doesn't know so please do not tell him he doesn't listen to this <laughs> podcast so it doesn't matter <laughs> that's what he gets for not listening <laughs> i mean i've told him a thousand times but i don't want it to sink in you've told everyone a thousand <laughs> times like i have a baby due in october 2020 and i like how some people have been like congratulations without thinking <laughs> it's october 2019 you're not pregnant yet it's <laughs> a mean, girl even my husband knows that they're having a baby then and he's just like okay <laughs> we yeah. just know it's gonna happen <laughs> so anyway uh so i'm gonna start taking prenatals so maybe they'll grow back i don't know <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> Trina, what are you drinking about? All right. Well, I'm drinking about the fact that I'm having a baby shower this weekend. And I'm excited about it. And all of my hosts have like done a lot of work planning it. And it's been exciting to hear about it. I've got family coming in town for it. So my oldest sister Layla is coming in town my stepmom Phyllis my stepsister Anna they're all flying in and driving in and it's just gonna be awesome I'm excited to have them all in one place and see everybody and all my friends and it's 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 exciting I'll be there also I'm also drinking about the fact that I'm 32 weeks pregnant and it's just so uncomfortable now yeah (laughs) so um I'm a hostess and nobody has said anything about alcohol oh yeah is there alcohol there i mean i would assume so i mean i can't drink it but like nobody that doesn't mean has said can. a word that's oh. your job why oh. haven't you not brought that up 
Please, please tell me, because I got three baby shower events this weekend. Do you know how many Amazon boxes are gathering in my living room at this moment? <laughs> Not as many as Trina. <laughs> Not as, there are a lot in our house right now. Um, no, I, I, I don't know why they would ever have a even a baby shower without some booze. Lindsay, are you going to be responsible for I, this? I'll be responsible. I was about to say, I feel, I feel like this should have been brought up between you and my other sister, Nina. Like, I feel like this, this should have been covered. Your other, <laughs> your other champagne way host is real Got grateful it. for this. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> You're <Done>. on it. <laughs> uh-huh. So, um, alrighty, let's check in with our guests and see if they have any drink about it this week. There's no such thing as a lame drink about it. Never a dr- lame drink about no. it. Nope. You drink, you celebrate. Our motto is you live every day as a celebration. So you just tell us. Normally, uh-huh. my husband and I are like Jess and her husband, where our schedules are so jammed packed that friends are like, let's have dinner. And we're like, okay, well, we can schedule you in about eight weeks from now. Amen, girl. And so I get it. Um, my husband is getting his master's right now. And so he's got a very difficult semester. And so he's like, can we please go easy on the planning, Ashley? Please. <laughs> I'm like, okay, fine. And so I looked at the calendar actually on our way over here, and we are in town for the next six weekends, which is absolutely unheard of. Um, Kate can attest to that. Um, I don't think I've, it's very rare if I go more than two weekends without traveling somewhere. Yeah, and so I'm going to lounge around and watch sports and watch Netflix and wear my Hocus Pocus uh, sweatshirt that my mother-in-law made me. Which she also made Kate one. And what does it say, Kate? Do you want to tell them? Yes. <laughs> yes. 100% that witch. Yes. <laughs> so um, I'm going to need I'm her to make... my mother in law with her wonderful craft. Yeah, yeah. Mother in law makes us one. Yeah. We, 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 we're going to give you three sizes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, we're going to need Let those. me know. Let <laughs> me know. <laughs> Holler at us because I will wear We that all have too. Venmo. <laughs> She's yeah. now made five of them for yeah. me. So <laughs> what's three more, right? I mean, <laughs> we'll, that's pretty amazing. We'll, we'll wear that past Halloween. Yeah. Always. I think secretly we're all kind of sitting here thinking right now, like, our mother in laws need to step it up yeah, <laughs> I mean I didn't get that <laughs> Mill get your shit together that's right awesome. well that is oh, pretty awesome that. that's cute I was about to say I feel you on the uh, the travel thing <laughs> and uh and having a free weekend because that's a hard thing for us to have ever especially with Marshall's schedule between Preds games or travel days well, he better back it down baby Thackeray's almost here <laughs> <laughs> he had he's told he's been told he has to take off which he probably drinks about like he has to take off starting uh after th- th- from thanksgiving weekend until the end of the year what sounds better there's no more Thackeray dorian or dorian Thackeray. neither <laughs> his name will be waylon it's not wait that is not what the fans voted for the have the fans voted yes (laughs) what are they what are they thinking it's going to be thackeray thackeray dorian yeah oh no i still like waylon i just love the fact that i didn't go no i went oh dorian thackeray (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) that's why i love you okay no (laughs) trina is obviously just she can't think she has pregnancy brain it's fine 
<laughs> I'm like giving you this look like now. <laughs> I love you, though. <laughs> All righty. Well, do we have any drink about it's from our listeners? Uh, so we have Cerebral. I'm going to just fly through these. Did you just say Cerebral? Cerebral. Okay, I still have uh, somebody. I didn't know you couldn't eat cinnamon sticks. Oh my and my God. mouth is very dry. <laughs> okay. I've drank my whole bottle I mean, of water. you're not going to die, but. Am I, though? <laughs> no, okay. I think cinnamon's good for your blood, but just don't eat anymore. Okay. All right. So uh, Marlena wrote in. So she's been listening to our podcast, and she said she's never laughed so hard listening to a podcast, and we make her nights fun. Grand. Thank Aww. you. And Cynthia um, is drinking because she's allergic to alcohol. She's drinking because she's allergic <laughs> to alcohol. That doesn't sound Please safe. <laughs> yeah, we, right? We are not liable. <laughs> I know, but she's allergic to the preservatives, so they're, like she can drink a lot of the beers, but she don't like beer, she said. Oh, man. Well, does that mean that she can make her own like natural moonshine well, and drink that? Yes. She's a bootlegger. <laughs> there you go. That's the, all right. That solves all her problems. Yeah. <laughs> and then Katie's drinking because she has twins. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's You know what? That's the reason I'm said i have a daughter and a husband and i don't i can barely handle that i mean yeah it's kind of the same thing imagine either of them as twins now Hmm. (laughs) imagine if you had twins and you were allergic to alcohol (laughs) (laughs) oh that that'd be the worst drink about it that'd be the the smoke about it i don't know (laughs) you'd have to do something Escalated quickly. I do, Kay. Um, all right. Well, take LSD and start a vampire cult. I don't know. <laughs> you got to do something to relieve that stress, I guess. Um, uh, we've got one last one, and it's from uh, Layla, who is excited about her trip here to her next trip to Nashville. Um, to remind yeah. everyone, yeah, yeah, she's the one who just got back from a two-week European vacation, and then also took like ten days and went to the Philippines this summer. Whatever, so, Layla. We love you, and we hate you, Layla. <laughs> see you Saturday but we are excited to see you uh, she said she's excited to see your sisters may have a surprise or two for all from all of our trips this year okay I do love you and I want all of those gifts so uh, they better have be. something yeah <laughs> and apparently if you didn't bring something back for Lindsay and Jess they will murder you no much. it's okay we'll forget or bring you into their vampire cult so Ooh, yeah we got fangs now yes yes well thank you for listening into our Halloween episode I hope you've enjoyed it learned a lot about really really random ass shit that we've talked about and uh, stay tuned for the next uh, special episode because we don't know what that will be but I'm sure we'll come up with something good eventually in the meantime if you would like to follow the basic witch Jess you can follow her on Instagram at hockey tonk bell that's b-e-l-l-e and to see Lindsay's uh trips with her daughter to the pumpkin house and all of the pennywise adorableness scariness i don't know what you want to call that but the outfits that she put her daughter in with it all over it you can follow her on instagram at the prosecco prosecutor all right, and to follow me on Instagram and see me shoot a bunch of zombies, probably in inappropriate places, you can follow me on Instagram at Tree Tree Trina. And don't forget to like, subscribe, share our podcast, and follow our Champagners group on Facebook, as well as our Instagram, The Champagne Way. Thanks for joining. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Hey, so, um, in credits. And I'm talking about Stephen King. Yeah. In the book, yeah, which is like a thousand pages. It is. Uh, have you read it? Uh, yeah. So you know when they 
go, the kids go into to kill it, to kill Pennywise. Are you talking about the orgy? They all have sex. Well, Beverly has sex with all of the boys. Well, you know they cut that out of the original, but I have read that part. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Interesting. Anyway, they don't make that version anymore. That's some weird shit. <laughs> no, no, no. She has sex with each of the boys <laughs> to show that she's an adult. They're all adults now. That's, that's some really weird shit. Stephen King's fucked up, y'all. That's some really, really weird shit. Alright, I'm gonna this eat This is Halloween.